and when we started Borega, we initially uh, took a two-bedroom apartment, and I just paid around eleven thousand rupees rent. Because even though I'm optimistic that we will grow, but you need to keep in mind that always when you are an entrepreneur, you need to think long term. You want to that I want to be in this business in the long term. And grow organically. Okay, I don't have to go with the form of started of, uh, of of earning within the six months. Nor do I have to uh, sit back and work slow so that I can compare and start earning after four or five years. Uh, you have to understand that this is your personal game. It is it is it is as unique as your DNA. It may be as general in terms of framework, in terms of structure as other human beings as the startup. But it is as unique as your experience, your understanding, your output, your input. Hello, guys! Welcome to another magnificent episode of the Chat Hacker Show. Today we have Sumana Ayengar Mamsi is. CEO and co-founder of Goega Software Private Limited. She has been bestowed with numerous prestigious awards like Women Entrepreneur of the Year 2018-19 Award, Women Empowerment Summit, GIWL Awards 2019 from UBS Forums, ET Industry Leader MSME 2020, and many more. It's a privilege and honor to have you on show, ma'am. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to, you know, come on your podcast. Thank you so much. It's it's my honor to have you on the show, ma'am. So, um, how long have you been uh, running the Goveka Software Company, and uh, what's what's the whole journey of building this brand, building this product, building this uh, company, and how has been the whole experience of it? Okay, great. Uh, uh, so a lot of people ask this question. Um, so I uh, come with around uh, more than two decades of experience in the IT industry, and so my partners uh, Sachin and Mahesh, uh, with whom we embarked this journey of uh, building a tech company, uh, we started this in the year two thousand fourteen. Prior to this, actually, me and my partners, uh, we were working uh, in uh, Symphony Services, uh, which is now like Symphony Telecabin. It's now it's now Samsung actually because it went through multiple acquisitions, Harman and Samsung eventually. Now, when we were, uh, I mean, we uh, we were working as a team and we were uh, serving a lot of customers there and. Uh, we had a great rapport. We had a very good uh, frequency, I would say. Like uh, we could resonate with each other. We could understand each other. They both are real techies. You know, uh, even though I am an engineer and I did programming in my initial years, and I think I have worked on <laughs> very uh, very old technologies. And then, but over the time, uh, I was uh, more into the delivery management. Product management, client management, relationship management. So, so each one of us had different strengths, you know. So uh, before I just tell you, like to answer your question, I will take a little longer to answer your question. Sure, sure. Uh, but 
dentally what happens uh, uh, why somebody uh, uh, becomes an entrepreneur like somebody a lot of people have many uh, ways of thinking on why they should become an entrepreneur and some people think that oh i think i should become an entrepreneur to make money and yeah. some people are sick of their job they are just tired of their bosses their team the project the technology mm. uh they feel uh, enough and don't start and some people think that oh my god my neighbor is an entrepreneur my friend is an entrepreneur my dost chiddi uh, dost is an entrepreneur why what are they doing and uh, a lot of people become entrepreneurs uh, with a different thought process but when we became entrepreneurs we had uh, a meaningful problem to solve mm. and for example to tell you like uh, so when you work in uh, large organizations uh, what happens so you have a bigger team you have the infrastructure in place you know uh, and for example i was managing close to 100 people team and i was um, like such an initial also with part of the team and we were all uh, working towards a certain set of customers and uh, when you work in that large setup though the company gives you all the infrastructure for example the team is given to you the infrastructure is given to you the customer has been introduced you to you and somebody did the sales and got the customer and uh, you know everything is nice that the stage is set for you to come yeah. right so but what we saw was like when if you were managing the customer even though the stage is set you still have to manage the customer manage the expectation mm-hmm. manage the team you still need to do all those uh, the real work you know and uh, our customers were very happy with us uh, the way we executed and the way we delivered they were very very happy because uh, whenever we have worked with any of our customers in our experience in my previous company they have given a high csat score csat the customer satisfaction survey with the company does they have given a very high csat score because they are very happy not just with the like on time delivery and everything but also the quality what that we have delivered the the value add that we were giving they were very happy with us and uh, one of our actually customers only after they moved out and uh, um for other reasons and they they were still in touch with us and especially with me and my partners and they had one one of them she had come to goa for a personal thing and she said that hey you guys are so good in delivering and doing a lot of wonderful things why don't you start something on your own you know she put that uh, seed in our brain mm-hmm. that part and uh, we were like uh, yeah i i know <laughs> but it's 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 not not easy you know just uh, a somebody saying do this but it's, it's takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of preparation first of all mental preparation and uh, she gave us hope that you can do something on your own so we saw there is a hope that we can do something on our own uh hope is everything you know you need to have hope for anything that you can do 
So that thought instilled, and we thought, yes, I think we should start something new. But not just because we are good at something. We saw the meaningful problem. What we saw was like, I don't know, Jay, if you are aware that a uh, lot of people when I met when I used to go abroad or I meet people from outside, talk to them, they always used to be sometimes a negative. Uh, or negative talk about India or business that they used to tell. Mm. In India, you know, you guys don't deliver on time, you guys call it not good and this kind of stuff. So I used to feel bad about it because I know that not everybody is like that. And that's true in any place you go, you will find both good and bad people. Just because somebody did wrong thing doesn't mean the entire country is wrong. Right? True. So any place you go, you have pros and cons, good and bad. So, so we thought that, uh, oh my God, the mindset is really different that the people have about the India our services. And uh, at the same time, we saw that uh, companies like Symphony or companies like uh, large agencies, they don't uh, deal with small uh, tickets, means small deals, they don't even take it. So they have certain numbers they want to take the revenue must be so much so much like that. Uh, but we saw that there are a lot of small medium business in the market and startups who need technology help, who need technology partners with whom they can work with because they uh, internally they may not have the that expertise and for them cost also matters. True. Okay. That's where we saw, okay, this is a market that we need to tap. Small, medium business and startups. And we provide them the technology solutions for this set of markets. That's when we thought, yes, we have a meaningful purpose to be, you know, a technology partner for small, medium business and startups. And, you know, build technology and solutions for them so that they are future ready. Mm, That's the reason for us to start here. And and Goa is like Goa Vega is a is a Goa Vega. Goa Vega is a combination of two words. See Goa, you know, is a is a very uh, welcoming city with both cultures like Eastern and Western culture. And uh, Vega is the North Star in the sky. Uh, so rather than, and because we got this art to start in Goa, we put this Goa word, and Vega is the star in the sky. So we, we merged these two words, and instead of saying Goa, Vega, we say Goa Vega. Interestingly, all people thought it's a golden company. And, in the <laughs> and uh, some of them, even thought that are you guys a gambling company because it's so Vegas. So that that's how the the journey began in the year 2014. But we quit our jobs. We quit our jobs because we never wanted to be in two boats. Mm. We wanted to always stay in one boat, and uh, that's when we quit our jobs and we started. This. Did I answer your question? Yeah, ma'am, completely. Um, and also, like I have, I uh, I have this question because um, because many people just don't start the startup uh, 
like that uh, when we talk about people who want to scale things up who want to make it permanent as uh, as a front uh, front four career uh, in their life and when we when you tend to start a startup the major problems comes with uh, finance and work finance and uh, people to to come in and uh, start working for us so and and uh, for finances majorly i have seen that people uh, collaborate together uh, they find partners to start so that they can have good finances from every uh, from every partner but also the another aspect of you know having partner rather than finances is trust yeah. because when you have partners you have these two problems solved that who are who is going to work for you uh, and initially and who is uh, who is going to have have finances for you so when other than these two the major part comes of trust and uh, like how do you how do you understand and create an environment of trust uh because because we have seen people who are not even trusting their own brothers for uh for the company and now here you have your colleagues with whom you have uh you, whom you have been working with so like how do you understand uh and and have this trust factor uh for more than uh, two decades yeah uh, um it's a great question so see the first thing i will tell you is uh, In a simple phrase, we have to trust each other. Like that's a basic human nature to trust somebody. Okay. If you don't trust somebody, you're not exhibiting some of the basic human qualities. I feel we always suspect somebody. If you're always in this suspicious world, it's very hard to. uh you know take any step right trust is one of the basic human nature or ability and feel that you need to exhibit and also you know follow uh see the thing is uh, it was in our case we worked with each other for uh since years we worked together as a team and uh, there was already uh, The level of trust that was already established, and um, the frequency also matched for us to jumpstart. Because whenever an entrepreneur, now say for example, I want to become an entrepreneur, I have an idea, but you need to and you need to gather a team right, to build the product or the service or the solution. So that gathering a team is a big challenge for um, the entrepreneurs, and. Uh, the best way to do is like you should have multiple meetings like you know how you try to select a boy or a girl for your life uh, like a life partner right yeah you need to have multiple meetings and uh, uh, see whether that person is able to resonate with what you're telling and they have a point um it should not be like uh, they can't say negative things about your idea they can say but at the end are they coming to a consensus that mm-hmm. yes i think it's a great idea that so if they are able to resonate oh. i think that is all you can do in the beginning because you don't know that person and do a little bit of background check whether they are um, you know financially okay um, because in the initial days you know uh, whether three things you need to see how they are socially how they are 
financially, how they are physically, mentally, mm. are they healthy? You need to see all the aspects when you're choosing a partner. Mm. Not that you choose a partner who is not physically fit, right? It means mm. they're having a lot of health issues. Because entrepreneurship is not a, it needs a different DNA. <laughs> Your DNA will change overnight the day you sign up. True, true. So that you need to see holistically mm. to develop the trust and get the partner. True, true. 100%. And, and like uh, when, when you said about that, how the person is behaving with you when you are in discussions and all, um, like, like that, that, that pinned me this, this idea. Do, do if, if I want to relate it with even normal friendships or relationships or business partners or life partners, like selecting someone in core circle of your life, it is, it is I think it is equivalent to, to selecting a, a, a partner in business or entrepreneurship, right? So uh, if, if you really want to understand that, is this person genuinely uh, capable of in handling handling the XYZ aspect of my life, either it is friendship, business partner, life partner, or relationship, or whatever category you have for them. Um, the best way is to have more and more conversations with them in different environment. If like, for example, if you have conversation in stressful environment, so you come to know that how, how good a person is uh, in handling stress in happy environment, that are they getting more and more pride uh, and in, in, uh, in, in different environment, you come to know the different aspect of a person, how they are naturally, because uh, we also need to understand or see that how, is the person taking or not. And if, if you have this data of uh, different environments, then you can understand that uh, at up to what percentage of level I can trust uh, at that X, Y, Z is natural or just, just, just fake. Absolutely. 100%. I totally agree. You can say it's a fantastic uh, thought process that you have in terms of ex exploring your partner in different environments. It could be as good as, you know, you go and talk in some nice nature, like a resort. Mm. Or then you have one meeting in a, in a nice hotel or in a very busy area, you know, mm. to see whether the guy is getting irritated, he or she, or mm. you know, how they are reacting. Because uh, even that matters a lot, and True. their style of uh, conversation, their their way of living, because all this will matter. True, true, hundred um, percent. And moving on to to another aspect of uh, your journey is uh, as being of women, uh, a female entrepreneur. It's because um, in, in, in India, we know the notion of uh, how women are treated. I, I'm, not, I'm not telling that, okay, this is the 100% reality, but we do know that there's some kind of inherent notion which, uh, which society in general prevails uh, till now uh, in, in, in India. So how have, you, uh, how have you faced it? How have you uh, find your own way to go through it, to tackle it? Okay. Honestly, if I have to say, I didn't face too much of problems um, because of the gender. Um, 
because but in fact uh, i think it was an advantage uh, being a woman uh, so sometimes you should uh, tap on to the advantage rather than thinking all the negative things that can happen to you think the positive things can happen to you being a woman uh, it was lot of times uh, um the meetings happen because when i request and uh, for example i'll tell you a lot of times uh, uh, in a, it's, it's a simple way to tell uh, the benefits of being a woman um a woman entrepreneur and i think uh, sometimes i feel uh, that way men are generous because uh, i have seen myself facing that um I used to travel, right? And I, I had traveled before to my organization also earlier. But the first time I had to travel with my own company, there, see, we are self-funded, okay? Mm. And the first time I had to travel was like I had to count every rupee. Yeah, you have to count every penny. Yeah. Every cents I used to count, and uh, I used to go. And I first of all, I don't know. uh what am i doing going to us and uh, i i do i had a list of people and uh, i know big cities i have to go and uh, and every time i go i travel multiple cities okay? i don't stay in one place so every 3 days i i think i have seen a lot more cities than some of the people some of my people in the us <laughs> because you you get an opportunity to travel and i love travel so what uh, has happened is when i go i used to meet some of my friends and i and some of the other um, prospects or people in business i used to tell them hey i have come from india and uh, i'm here in this uh, location because i don't drive in us and i'm scared to drive with the needs uh, left right thing i don't want to go and drive in us and you know have an accident and then pay like a whole headache i don't want go for a short visit and you go there for a purpose right for the business sure. trip so i used to tell i'm here and oh you don't drive um, the first question you don't drive <laughs> no okay where are you i can come and pick you uh, and they yeah. and it has helped then when we go for coffee and i used to tell them no i'm going to buy you coffee this is no we are going to buy you coffee so they have been very okay yes there are certain um, challenges as a woman i have seen especially when you travel even within india or outside india because safety is a big mm. yeah. i have to make sure that i am back in the hotel uh, you know before 7 o'clock uh, maximum i, I don't when you when you go abroad or when you go to other cities You don't want to go very late night because I I can't trust the safety. So I have to be back. So that puts a lot of restrictions as a woman because safety is a big concern for us. And I travel in Uber, Ola, or I even outside I use Uber, and so I want to be back. And I have seen a lot of um, negative things um, happening to other people. So it is uh, scary as a woman from safety perspective. I feel it's a the negative thing as a woman it stops me restricts me from business meetings extending beyond certain hours 
unless somebody says that no, so it's okay, we drop you back. You know, but I can't ask, right? <laughs> Every time. Uh, so that is one of the challenges I have seen. But otherwise, uh, I think uh, if you are uh, able to, uh, if you are having good knowledge in terms of what solutioning you are providing, in terms of technology, people respect you for the knowledge. It's not always a tender bias. So, so like what what I have understood from from your story is like um, get get solution for all the negative aspects which are there presently around. Like you said that uh, safety issues was a ma was a major concern for you. So you know that okay by by seven or eight I have to be in the hotel. So you 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 plan your day accordingly that okay by seven or eight I have to come back home. So if once once these solution of these negative aspects are done. Now the major chunk of your energy focuses on taking the advantages. Now taking the advantages, like you can, you may go to a hotel, uh, or you may go to a restaurant or coffee coffee shop, and there, uh, being a female, you you can have the leverage of uh, skipping uh, skipping uh, maybe having a free free meal uh, once in a day or, or 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 a free 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 snack for uh, for that say. So. Um, like if if not restricting this just to just just the gender, if I take this whole theory and concept uh, in in general life for everyone, uh, that's that suits perfectly because then you don't have to force or use your energy in avoiding the negative aspect because you have solution for it. You know what? Uh, how how am I going to deal with it? So you don't have to divert your thinking or brain or energy or time. Uh, and just thinking that if this happened, if this because you have solution to this, get get done with it. And now when you have this major chunk of energy left with you, focus on getting advantages. Okay, so this is the situation. These are the advantages or these are the uh, opportunities I can see. How can I lap on it? How can I lap on the 10? If I have 10 opportunities, how can I lap on all 10 opportunities? And then depends on your success rate, uh, depends on your effort. So there you don't have any uh, any thinking or any reduction in energy or focus to uh, to think and get concerned of the negative aspects. Right. Uh, great. Um, so uh, and another thing, like uh, you are from Bangalore and you have uh, you have been an entrepreneur and Bangalore uh, becoming has has now grown to startup hub to IT hub. To technological hub of India. So, like, how have you seen from an entrepreneur's perspective? Uh, how have you? How? What's your review on uh, a whole city developing into a startup or IT hub where you have a bunch of opportunities for uh, for entrepreneurs for startups? And uh, how, what would be your advice? Is that what can the other cities learn from uh, from Bangalore to? To uh, help and facilitate startups. Great, great question. So I think in Bangalore, I'm a Bangalorean. I'm born and brought up in Bangalore, and I love Bangalore. I think people from Bangalore may not like any other city, no matter even if it is super difficult. Okay. So, um, so for Bangalore, I think IT has come a very long way, and. Um, I think uh, I would say in the last two years, especially the startups are like uh, it, it, it has boomed a lot. 
and the recent survey has been founded there are in the last i think couple of years there has been more than like 13000 right now more than 13000 active startups including these unicorns like now we have unicorns like Baidu's, Swiggy, and uh, Big Basket—all these big unicorns are there. So, uh, if you take the data, uh, there is this dealroom.co. They gave some report saying that Baidu uh, is one of the fastest growing uh, startup ecosystem um, because uh, in, in, since 2016, and uh, even the venture. Uh, Capital uh, investment is growing bigger and bigger, um, and they always compare Bangalore with the San Francisco in the U.S. And uh, yeah, it's always compared with the Silicon Valley of Asia, Silicon Valley of uh, the globe, like the San Francisco. But even though uh, uh, there have been large number of startups in some of the years in Bangalore and San Francisco, though the amount of funding The value of funding is definitely larger than in Bangalore. One of the good thing about Bangalore is, uh, I'm telling, I'll answer your question, but this I thought I'll give you some. Uh, sure. Uh, Bangalore is a place which is uh, um, one is very eco-friendly. Uh, the weather is beautiful throughout the year. If you are aware, and uh, when the weather is good, your brain also will work very mm. well. There's no ups and downs, not too cold, not too hot. You know, it's a very pleasant weather, uh, and especially for IT people who have to think a lot of the logical things. They have a nice weather, cool atmosphere, because they have to remain cool. You know, so if you see in overall India. Thirty-five percent of the IT professionals in India, which is more than like two point five million people in IT, is from Bangalore. So the talent pool is so large, and uh, weather is good. Uh, we are very welcoming people, Bangalore, or any other diversity or any other culture. Like we can talk multiple languages. We're very welcoming, very warm. Um, you know, sometimes we forget our language. Yeah? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I won't forget, but uh, I'm just telling you that we're very welcoming and warm, and uh, uh, that is uh, a very, very important thing to attract the talent pool. Because if you're not welcoming and warm in your city, other people don't want to come to your city. True. People have to be friendly and warm. Then comes the policies, the government, and so uh, of course the startup uh, government also has some very friendly policies. Uh, and people are very welcoming and warm. The weather is nice, and of course weather cannot be controlled. It always has to be this nature, right? But uh, and the talent pool is good. I think. With all this, uh, the startup um, hub, um, Bangalore. Um, I think because of all these reasons, it's more great. So, in the other cities, if they can ensure that uh, 
they can uh, provide the best infrastructure and also stay very welcoming to people. Um, and also, the, the government sets up some friendly policies for startup. Even those cities will definitely boom. I think we are now with this remote culture. I think now a lot of cities, I think it doesn't matter. It's like a global true. challenge. So, true, true. You can from anywhere. There's no. I was- uh, I was about to ask this question that how has this uh, COVID impacted the, uh, the the entrepreneurs and and the talent pool as as in general? Because um, I have seen people uh, who who are sitting in their villages, who are sitting in their uh, tier three, tier uh, tier two cities, and uh, they are they are doing work in uh, a big MNC. Um, a, a big a big company and uh, it's like they 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 are permanently working from home like they don't have rarely uh, once in a while once in a year or six months they have to go and report report to the nearest branch of of, of, of the company they are working and that's that seems so fascinating because now your um, I'm, I'm asking as as an entrepreneurial perspective as a person who who hires people so like even for you now you don't have the bondage of uh, people living in your city yeah. now you can now you can uh, get talent from let's say if you're sitting in bangalore you can get talent from assam you can get talent from uh, from punjab from uh, from from ahmedabad to to say us to japan to russia to to like now the physical bondage has 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 been removed uh, and 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 the speed which which it was growing, I think COVID has boosted boosted it. I think around five five ten years, if uh, if if not more. Mm-hmm. Sure, I mean definitely. Uh, it is it has been a great benefit uh, of. Uh, I mean there are pros and cons here. I would say. Yeah. Um, so some of the good things are yes, you get access to the global talent, irrespective of the location. Um, you can uh, work uh, with them from anywhere, and that also gives them a lot of flexibility. That, uh, like, a lot of times, uh, so there are all kinds of people, right? A lot of people want to stay back with their parents, and uh, but earlier they had to move to cities because of job opportunities, but now they can stay with the parents and still work, and they can take care of elders. It is creating more bond and long term. Uh, you know, also responsibility for the elders it is good for them, right? If they see their True. Uh, kids uh, at home and they're taking care of them and get their earning, that's a great thing. So that will increase the bondage as a family. Now, for the organization, there will be challenges because uh, one is, of course, if the person is matured enough and if the person is good and you assign. Uh, certain things, uh, uh, tasks for them when they get it done for you. Um, but a lot of times, uh, you need to do brainstorming. You, know, you need to do whiteboarding. You need to do a lot of thinking uh, you need to do. And um, at that point of time, like this whiteboarding and all is a little bit of a challenge um, because it's very easy to to communicate when you are face to face. Nothing match nothing can match that face to face communication. Nothing, right? So for senior people it's okay. I think they will still manage, they'll do brainstorming and 
they discuss a lot of things. But for junior people, say for example, you just finished the college or you're just having one or two years experience, mm. very hard for them to uh, understand the culture of the company, mm. how to build relationship with the peers and colleagues, collaboration. All this will become a little bit of a challenge for them, especially in the initial years of the career for those people. Mm. Because people who have already been there, done that, for them it's fine. Okay, yeah, means we figure it out. But for the one to five years experience of zero to five, this might be a challenge. And even for us, uh, that is a challenge. Because uh, mentoring them, grooming them, like now we have to manage virtual teams, right? And teams, it is virtual teams. It's pretty, uh, pretty challenging. I won't say, I will not give you uh, some rosy picture. It is challenging. True, 100%. Um... Like even even if even if I talk about myself, um, I my my university my my bachelor's begin uh, when when COVID was there. Mm. So um, like first of all, all the dreams of uh, college life and everything was was vanished because now it's like you you can you can communicate with everyone online, so no need to go out of your house. And uh, secondly, is uh, even your reach to different people gets limited. Because now you don't know that who are the colleagues which are working in different teams, but in the same company, it becomes uh, it becomes a little difficult for you to uh, like like you said to understand the environment of, of of the company as a whole. Because when you're recruited, you're recruited to a particular team for a particular task. Yeah. Now now when you're recruited online, you have to work online. Your your focus is only on the task and the group which you are assigned to. Not to the company as a whole to expand the different aspect of the company itself, um, and 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 secondly, uh, and secondly, it's like uh, like like when you when you talked about brainstorming and and managing virtual team. Like I am I am uh, an extension of uh, I am lead change maker of of my uh, of of the social internship program of my university. I am managing like I'm moderating seven to eight uh, organizations where students are placed, uh, including the organization I'm working with. So even for me, it is difficult to communicate to the all eight organizations. Like my half of the WhatsApp is on mute because if every if every time some of the other messages comes in, and uh, it is also difficult for us to task things uh, like like which is from my own personal experiences. Like when I have a physical person with me, uh, like let's say eight people from eight different organizations with me, uh, they are there to remind me every time. Even their presence can help me remind some of the some of their tasks. But now it's just online. If you skip the message, yeah. it's gone. They may also skip reading some of your messages. True. And sometimes they read a message little late, but you want it at that time. So, so if you are in the same vicinity you just walk by and say hey chillo i mean come here let's, let's get this done uh, you know this is the like this but now you have to call you have a message and half the time like uh, i think my typing speed has increased in the course <laughs> you have to keep typing and there is no there's no end to the work life mm. i don't the whole day i'm working you do something uh, in the kitchen or you do some work there uh, and then you still have to spend time with the family then come back here and then again you know the kitty kitty 
Of uh, of of earning within the six months, nor do I have to uh, 
uh, sit back and work slow so that I can compare and start earning after four or five years. Uh, you have to understand that this is your personal game. It is, it is, it is as unique as your DNA. It may be as general in terms of framework, in terms of structure as other human beings, as other startup, but it is as unique as your experience, your understanding, your output, your input. So, like, like that's that's what I have uh, understood from my own personal personal journey as well from uh, from from this podcasting world. Absolutely, you're truly uh, right for that. So, um, coming to like uh, uh, to to understanding all 23, uh, 20 plus years of your twenty three, if, if I'm right, right? Yeah, uh, 20, 20, 23, 24 years of, of your that. entrepreneurial. <laughs> so, like, uh, okay, twenty plus. Let's keep it twenty plus. Yeah, so, easy, John, it's more than two decades. It's easy to remember. Yeah. So, uh, going through all the two, two, uh, two decades plus of your journey of entrepreneurship, what what are the three major lessons you can put in general for uh, people which can take away in their general life, not just limited to the entrepreneurial world? Okay. So, uh, maybe the lesson that I would even just before putting down the three points, I would say if you are a first generation entrepreneur and if you become a first generation entrepreneur, what is that you need to take care of? See, you need to understand that uh, entrepreneurship is like a 24 bar 7 job. It is not like um, if you think, as I told you earlier, if you are here to make money, in fact, you will be making less money than the people who are doing corporate jobs. Making money is the wrong thing. If you think that I'll become an entrepreneur and my idea will click and in one year I'll become billionaire, billionaire, and all this. Because see, always you will hear the stories that, oh, uh, this company got this much funding, this company became this big, that big, and all, but you will never hear the stories of failure. True. How many people failed, how many lost money, how many lost uh, 25 other things. You will never get to hear those things. So. You have to be, uh, you know, making sure that uh, in the beginning years, uh, you are at least for the first year, you need to ensure that before you start, you have some financial stability to manage yourself. So, financial uh, aspect is very, very important because see, at the end of the day, no matter everybody, uh, we talk a lot of philosophical things and other The milk guy comes, the paper guy comes, you need to pay money. You need to pay rent. You need to pay EMI. So for that you need money. So financial stability is very very important in the in the beginning. You need to make sure that you have that for at least one year. You are comfortable and you are also ready to do some sacrifices because you will not have that luxury of meeting uh, friends or trips or vacations a lot of which you are freely able to do because. You never know which meeting to get pulled into because every day you are only thinking of business, how to do, what to do, and things like that. You may see, I have gone through a lot of sacrifices. Some of my friends hate me because uh, whenever we call you, you are not available. You are always doing this, doing that. You say, also, I tell them I understand I, it's not intentional. And because uh, seriously, I'm telling. So, uh, but sometimes you need to make it up. 
sometimes please uh, go and enjoy with them because they'll stop calling you otherwise. So you you need to balance that part. Then uh, when you start, um, uh, as I said, that financially you need to take care of it. Try to keep the operations cost low or less in the beginning. And when we started Borega, we initially uh, took a two-bedroom apartment, and I just paid around eleven thousand rupees rent because even though I'm optimistic that. We will grow, but you need to keep in mind that always when you are an entrepreneur, you need to think long term. You want to that I want to be in this business in the long term and grow organically. You know, you should think that way. You should not always think. I think I'll get acquired. I think I'll get uh, you know <laughs> so many millions in these many years. There's nothing wrong, but uh, you can't uh, always plan that way because uh, you always need to think that yes, I will grow, but I let me grow, let me be in the business for long term, which will prove that you are very stable. Uh, there is a and you can also grow organically. So that is the the second thing that I want to tell. Like one is financially, you need to be taking care of it. Second is keep your operations costs low in the beginning and try to be long term in the business. Think uh, and grow organically. And uh, also, um, you know, the third thing is in the in the initial years, uh, uh, you have to do everything. Like uh, you know, they say, don't mend your chairman, right? Like everything you will have to do. Uh, like. Uh, me or my partners, when we used to, we started Goa Vega, we used to come and uh, I used to like, for example, switch on the coffee machine, make sure all the tissue papers, everything is there, all the essentials come is available there, you know, the snacks are available, then uh, uh, papers, print something, everything is there, internet connection is stable. First thing I used to go and check is like, because uh, you're a small company, right, then you want to have at least two Lines. Oh, yeah, Ankara, this is working or not? Let me, you know, make sure it's not. It's not many a times it's not working. Sometimes, so you will immediately. Uh, so you have to be ready to let go of any ego and do the government chairman job. There is no segregation of what you will do everything. So mindset has to change. You know. Just because you have this fancy title of uh, CEOs or CXOs doesn't mean that uh, you know you will start hiring a lot of people to do all these small, small things also. In the initial days, you do everything, try to keep the cost low, minimal hires, do as and when it's required. Mm. So, and always give your best and uh, hope that. Mm. Definitely happen. So these are my, my thoughts. True, hundred percent. I'm like even even in my my podcasting thing because I have seen people hiring teams. I have seen people hiring editors. I have seen people hiring uh, marketing teams to to market their podcast and everything. But like because because I am in an initial stage, I am uh, I am doing everything by myself. I am marketing by myself. I'm editing by myself. I am uploading by myself. Whatever, wherever it goes, everything is is done by me only. 
so like um, i can i can completely uh, understand and relate that not everyone and not everything will fall into place uh, initially you have to make people and make things fall into place by yourself um, right. and and there can be multiple methods depending on the situation you are in mm, absolutely so doing a lot of things on your own also we teach you like you need to be the leader that people will follow you right and you need to really demonstrate that leadership by doing things not by just telling it true and also like you you'll, you'll get an understanding that uh, the person you are hiring is that person capable of doing that thing or not like for example if i'm hiring an editor and if i have not edited any of my podcast uh, i also need to understand that okay the price this guy is uh, taking is 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 it good or not or the kind of editing is this guy doing is 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 this editing proper or not or does this person knows actually how to edit or he or, he or she is just uh, doing and taking money, money money for like that Mm-hmm. so even when you do things you can understand that okay these things they work in this this manner and also you may personally can come up with your own solution which can be much more easier for uh, people under you to do to do the task and even for you personally to to get things done quickly absolutely and that digital marketing as you mentioned in the initial days like we also did on doing True. make sure your website is up to date and posts on the social media mm-hmm. right? See, but whatever it is, Jay, I feel this is my personal experience. Right? Um, this is for all the entrepreneurs. In the beginning, especially in the initial years, you will get business only from your references and facts. No matter what you do, because you also asked me about this question of trust in the beginning, right? It relates to that because in the beginning years, when you don't have uh, any um, case studies with you to tell that hey, look, I'm so good, and you can't just keep on going back to your previous uh, company's experiences and keep telling that. But if you want uh, to build the case studies and if you want customers, it it comes through references and connects. And my references and connects have always helped me to get me business with customers uh, who can work with us for a long time. And also, you want customers. With whom you can work long term. Uh, other, you know, every now and then you will keep finding or hunting new customers. True. So, hundred percent. And and like from from my own podcasting thing is like, uh, just want to add one thing to to your point is that uh, even if a new customer or, or or a new new person comes in comes in your business, try and create connection with them as well because uh, they may help you get three or four new customers. And with this, you can create your own small uh, eco chambers where you have your, uh, let's say, permanent customers who are your uh, new friends, new connections. And because you have this strong network where you have a constant business or a constant uh, constant talk and connection with them, uh, you have at least something to rely on for a much longer period of time, which can be your basis and business. And then you can leap on to different opportunities uh, or create new opportunities depending on the situation. Absolutely, I totally agree. So, um, coming coming to the end of this this uh, beautiful conversation, like um, how was this podcast? Um, do you have any uh, any any questions questions for me? Oh, I think this has been a great. It is my first time podcast experience, and. Uh, 
because you said podcast and you put me on video, so I was like, <laughs> so, so I, I I told my partner said, hey, I'm I'm giving this first podcast and and it it will be on a video. I said, what? How how can your podcast be on video? Uh, so, uh, but it was a great experience and I think very meaningful conversation. I felt myself. I did not uh, I did not have to prepare. So I think the only preparation I did was to gather the uh, information about uh, startups metrics um, because uh, I knew generally definitely people will ask this question, especially for people from Bangalore. So that was the only survey I had to do because uh, uh, I think you made me feel very comfortable and I was able to talk to you very honestly and uh, um, share my journey and uh, I think it's a, it's a great thing what you're doing because uh, uh, hopefully this will help many other uh, you know budding women uh, entrepreneurs and uh, definitely they can uh, not restrict themselves to the India market they can target the global market and they can boldly travel, make connections, and explore. So, true, definitely, definitely, this is going to help um, not only women entrepreneurs but all entrepreneurs in general who are uh, thinking to start their own entrepreneurship journey. And uh, like like this, this can be a basic foundation for them to understand the entrepreneurial world. Absolutely, it was fantastic uh, conversation. Thank you so much, ma'am. It was uh, my pleasure and honor to have you on the show. Um, uh, so, um, just just uh, one thing which uh, I want to say from my side is that uh, I, I I want to say from my side uh, on how to tackle FOMOs is because um, I personally have started podcasting. Like initially uh, in 2020, I started podcasting because of that was a FOMO. But now when I'm continuing it since more than a year and I have been experienced in it in terms of getting diff- different varieties of guests. So if you think that you have a FOMO of entrepreneurship uh, or you, if you think that, no, I want to do this, I want to do that, uh, get your foundations right, get get some sort of security backing you and uh, go with the idea which is running in your mind, uh, face it head on. Let's see what happens. Dekhte hai kya hoga. Agar FOMO nikla, to experience milega. Agar yeah. genuine nikla, to career milega. Absolutely. I totally agree. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, ma'am. Uh, it was again a really honor and pleasure to have you, to have such beautiful conversations with you, to help uh, to help me, myself, in terms of understanding new new aspects of entrepreneurship uh, and also helping people, viewers and listeners to understand uh, and maybe uh, one of them may, may become a new Elon Musk or a Deshagarwal in the country. Yeah. Always. So, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having uh, for coming on the show. Thank you. You have a good day. Goodbye. Have a good day.